Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora. I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. There's a common misconception among many believers that after we've received the blood of Christ, that we are still sinners. But today I want to encourage you through the scriptures that we're not sinners because we've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. So please enjoy this episode entitled, I Am Not a Sinner Anymore. I am not a sinner anymore. Have you ever ran into an old coworker, family member, or classmate, and you called them by a nickname or reminded them of some behavior or stuff that y'all used to take part in, and they say, you know, don't call me that anymore, or man, I don't do that anymore, letting you know that this person that they are now is so far removed from who they used to be? I believe that we as believers in Christ should have that same stance when someone refers to us as a sinner. Because we've been redeemed by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, therefore we're no longer sin sinners. We don't wear the scarlet letter around our neck and on our chest forever um, of sin. We don't wear the stain of sin anymore because Christ has delivered us from the power of sin. So I want to take you a look at John chapter 3 because he deals with this myth because that sin is a part of our life as believers. That we continue to struggle in sin. That sin is not a problem. Sin is an issue with God. So he sent Jesus to take away our sins. Therefore, when Jesus takes away our sins, if we receive him, we're no longer referred to as sinners. Understand this. We are sons of the living God and daughters of the living God. Only in earth can I be a son and be a wayward son to my mother and a wayward son to my father. Only on earth can I be a son but be an alcoholic and a drug addict and do things that are opposite to my parents. But in, as a son of the living God, when I'm a son of God, I'm not a son and a sinner at the same time. I'm not a son and a liar at the same time. I'm not a son and a backbiter at the same time. I'm not a son and a curse at the same time. That is not who I am. That duality does not happen in the kingdom of God because God has delivered us and he set us free from the power of the enemy. So we we should not be opposite of who he is. So in the spirit, that's not allowed. In the earth, you can be that. But in Christ, once you accept his sonship, those things should not be. Let's take a look at John, first John chapter three. Understand this. John was talking to some people they had begun to hear this Gnostic gospel that believed that all matter and all flesh was sin. And so because of that belief, they believed that Jesus did not come in the flesh. They believed that he only came in the spirit. And they believed that you could sin and practice sin and it didn't affect your relationship with God because you, you were, because flesh was going to sin. So John is now bringing them back to the place, letting them know this is a lie. As a believer in Christ, as a son of God, you do not sin. And so he's going to tell them why and let them know that Jesus manifested to take away our sins. All right, so let's take a look at 1 John chapter 3, starting at verse 4. Whosoever committed sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. 
Whosoever abided in him, sin it not. Whosoever sin it hath not seen him, neither known him. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteous, righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever is born of God doeth not commit sin, for a seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. In this the children of God are manifested, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. Look, John is making it real clear here. Look, if you're sinning, you're not of God. He says this, whoever the body of him sinneth not. And he said, if you sin, you don't see, you haven't seen him or you don't know him. You can't know the Lord and keep sinning. You can't know the Lord and keep wearing the title of sinner. You don't know him is what John is saying. You can't be both things. You can't experience the redemptive power of Christ and still be a sinner. You can't experience the love and grace of Christ and still be practicing sin. Then he gets down here and says this and, um, in verse uh in verse 9, he says, Whosoever is born of God doeth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he's born of God. You have tasted the righteousness of God. God has seed, put his seed in you. You have had a spiritual rebirth, so sin is not in practice in your life. You have been born again. You have been made alive by the blood of Christ. So sin is not a part of you. Sin was a big deal to God. That's why he sent Jesus. God had already it showed the world his moral excellence. He showed the world that the soul that sinned should die. He had showed the world that you cannot, sin was not allowed in his presence. So because sin was such a big deal from the beginning, he had us try, he was trying to bring man closer. So that's what the sacrifice was for. And all the laws and all the ordinances to try to keep you in right standing because sin was an issue. We see in Isaiah 1.18, he says, Come let us reason together, said the Lord. Though your sins be like scarlet, they can be white as snow. Though your sins be like crimson, they can be white as wool. He's trying to make up and he's trying to deal with sin because he wants a relationship with you. You're not a sinner anymore. Isaiah 43 and 25, he says, I am even I who have brought out your transgressions and remember them no more for my name's sake. God does not want sin. He does not want sin in his children. If you're his child, you're not a sinner because he made, the, he, he sent Jesus to be a sinner, to, 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 to die a sinner's death. Not to be a sinner, but to die a sinner's death to bring our redemption. The perfect sacrifice without spot or wrinkle was offered that we might be saved. Let's take a look at Hebrews chapter 9. We're going to start at verse um, 11. It says, But Christ being come on high, come, come, and high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this, of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered into, he entered once in the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of wolves and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified, sanctified to purify the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? 
Look, it says Christ came down and entered once into the holy place and obtained eternal redemption for us. If you accept Christ, you have eternal redemption. There's no mark of sin on you. The stench of sin is gone. You're not called a sinner anymore because he obtained our eternal redemption. If you were going to still be a sinner, why would God go through all of this and send his son? Immaculate through 42 generations. Immaculate conceived. Born of a virgin. Live a sinner's life. Do miracle signs and wonders. Then die on the cross for our sins. Buried in the grave. Why would he do all of that if we were going to still wear the moniker of sin? If we still were going to wear the name and title of sinner. He could have just let us do the sacrifices till he, till he decided to destroy the world. But he made intercession through Christ. He sent his son that I don't have to be a sinner anymore. That's not my title anymore. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, I think it says, such were some of you, but you've been washed. The Bible says any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become brand new. Now, Paul knew what he was talking about because he was a terrible man before he knew the Lord. He killed people. He was a murderer. He was zealous. But now he was a new Christ. He was in Christ as a new creature. He wasn't the same person. The Bible says we've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness and delivered to the kingdom of his dear sons. I think where there's forgiveness and even the redemption of sins, you're not a sinner anymore. The Bible says no longer let sin reign in your mortal body that you are bed in the lust thereof. The Bible says reckon yourselves to be dead and be the sin, but alive in the God of the righteousness. You're not a sinner anymore. I'm not a sinner anymore. The Bible says the law spent a life in Christ Jesus has freed me from the law of sin and death. We're not sinners anymore. Don't you believe it? Don't let nobody put that title on you. Don't let nobody tell you a sinner because you are not a sinner anymore. You're walking in the newness of life. You have victory. You have hope. You have joy. Look, it would be very sad to have lived a sinner's life all these years. And we came to Christ from sin. We came to Christ from debauchery. We came to Christ from wickedness. And we were walking away and we, we felt the call of God saying it was something better. We felt the call of God saying it was something different. And we came and accepted Christ. Now to come and accept Christ with all his might, with all his power, and then to have the battle and fall in sin over and over again, that is the defeated way to live. That is the defeated way to believe, to believe that I still got to deal with sin after coming to Christ, that I still got to be a sinner, that I still got to be lost, that I got to still be struggling in my flesh now that I'm saved. What would be the use of salvation? If that was the case, you're not a sinner saved by grace. You've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, and God calls you son. God calls you daughter. He said we have the spirit of sonship, and we can cry, Abba, Father. The Hebrew said, how much more shall this shall the, um, shall the blood of Christ, who through his eternal spirit, offer himself without spot of God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Your conscience has been preserved, have been, has been delivered and purged from dead works. So you're not conscious of sin anymore. The dead works are not part of you because you're not a sinner. You're a son of God and righteous works can come out of you. He said in 1 John, he said, whoever born of God does not commit sin for a seed is in him and he cannot sin. He said the seed of God is in you. You don't sin anymore. 
Yes, you can have a choice to sin. You can have a choice to be wicked. You can have a choice to go against your sonship. But that's a choice you're making. But God's seed is in you. You've been spiritually reborn. You have new life in Christ Jesus, whom the Son set free is free indeed. And you walk free from sin. There is no struggle for you and I anymore in Christ Jesus because Christ defeated sin once and for all that we may walk in the newness of life. Look, I want to encourage you today, today. Say to yourself, say when you look in that mirror, when the enemy tries to bring these lies to you, I'm not a sinner anymore. I don't care what you say. I'm not a sinner anymore because God has delivered you. And perhaps you've done some things you shouldn't have done. Perhaps you said some things you shouldn't have said. The Bible lets us know in 1 John 1 and 9, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So if you did something, if you failed, God has offered repentance for his sons. God has offered repentance for his daughters. God has offered repentance and forgiveness for his children. So you confess and you move on. But you're not a sinner. So today I want to thank you again for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I pray and hope what I said today has encouraged you to keep walking by faith, to keep believing by God and God, but to hold your head up high and give God glory because you're not a sinner anymore. May God bless you. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.